You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about privacy. Green Sally up, green Sally down, last gun start got a tail is brown. Green Sally up, green Sally down, last gun start got a tail is brown. All right, welcome to another week of the Create What You Speak podcast. And boy, have I got a story for you this week. Uh, um, so before I get into that, you probably noticed the past couple episodes were reruns that I really hope you took the time to listen to. Um, even again, if you've heard them before or if it's for for the first time for you, there's there's a lot of good stuff in there. And I wanted to replay those. I was traveling over the past month um, pretty extensively, both for fun and for work and been a lot of places. And today's episode is all about something I manifested during this time. And I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you and tell you this wasn't exactly something that I wanted. So here's the thing about the stuff we talk about on the show, which is essentially the law of attraction. And, and I don't always call it that, but, but that's really what it is. We talk about the law of attraction, and one of the reasons I was really drawn to this, and I still am today, is because of its consistency. And I like consistency. I like to know what I'm going to, what the rules, essentially, right? I like to know the rules. Like, what am I playing by? And it's one of the laws of the universe. And really, the simple meaning of it is that we attract what we're vibrating. We attract what we're feeling, right? That what our energy signature is. And a simple example is, you know, if you're always feeling mad or angry or like victim type thoughts, the universe will continue to draw those kinds of experiences to you. Not in a way to punish you or, you know, because you're bad. It's really because it simply cannot bring you anything else because you're not allowing it to. Because you're, you're, you're in this, this way of thinking and feeling and that's the signal you're sending out to the world. And so on the other hand, when you're feeling good and and you've let things go and you're just going with the flow, better and more positive experiences are drawn to you. And again, this is because the universe can't bring you anything else except what you're putting out into the world. I'm reading this book now called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And in this book, he talks about the way people used to look at the universe, which was from this cause and effect perspective, really, like it's if this, then that. And he talks about in the book how we get locked into this perspective of trying to predict the future based on past experiences. And so as a result, we keep recreating the same experiences over and over. And then we wonder why this keeps happening. And so what the majority of the book is about is this this quantum physics model of reality, which I'm, I love quantum physics. Like I'm obsessed with that. If I went back and was doing my life over, I would be a quantum physicist because that is just so interesting to me. But he, so he talks about in this in the book, quantum physics. And, and really to me, it's a scientific way to explain the law of attraction, the stuff that we talk about. Um, but he talks about this where, you know, we go from this, this if this, then that, this cause and effect thought process that most people live by. But there's this other option where we can, we can choose 
our outcomes based on all the possibilities that exist like right like we can we have we actually have the the option to choose a different reality because we can choose to think differently and to me this is just fascinating because it it shows that we have this power to create anything we want in our life right we're not sitting back with the world happening to us we are in charge of our life and and we can make it happen and that's exactly what i did when i changed my life before i i basically demanded what i wanted from the universe and i, I remember at the time i was in this forum and i commented in there and i said about how i did that like i demanded from the universe this is what i want and i remember people so many people commented and they said oh i didn't know we could do that right like i didn't know we could demand what we wanted and and so the whole book it, it, it goes into a lot of detail and there's a lot of scientific stuff about that but but essentially what it comes down to is this in order to create this reality that we want and, and in order to get new things we have to break the habit of being ourselves we have to get out of those thought ruts that we've created that keep us locked into the same thoughts and, and feelings over and over that keep creating the same experiences. And really to do that, it, it starts with the awareness, right? It starts with podcasts like this where we talk about looking at things in different perspectives. And I could talk for hours about this book, but I'm going to link to this in the show notes. And I highly, highly recommend this book if you're interested in, in expanding your knowledge on this topic. So I wanted to give you that brief background before I go into today's show because a lot of times in the show I talk about the good things that I, I manifest, right? Like I want to share those exciting things with you. But today I'm going to talk about, like I said, the flip side of that. When, when I manifested something I most definitely did not want. <laughs> and I'm telling you this to illustrate, again, the law of attraction, it, it's the law. It works both ways depending on how you're thinking and feeling. All right, so all that to set up to tell you the story. So as I said, I've been traveling a lot and I was in Dallas going through the security at the airport and I've noticed lately over the I don't know I'm gonna say in this year 2019 anytime I go to the airport I start out with this feeling of frustration and irritation and overall annoyance like I'm annoyed by the process I'm annoyed that I'm here I'm annoyed that we have to do this I'm annoyed that this actually exists in the world and I have to be a part of it right not a good way to start start this out so I'm going through security and go through the checkpoint, take my bag and go and, and fine. I get through fine. And the girl in front of me, her bag got pulled. And I don't know if the agent was new, but she, it seemed to take forever. And everybody's just kind of standing there looking like what's going on, right? So the girl in front of me got pulled. They pulled her aside and I went on. So I went upstairs and I, was, I went to the little shop. You know, I got a water. I got some M&Ms. And airport's pretty crowded. So I go into this little room that's like got these paintings along the wall. And there's these benches and they're really spread out. So I like it in there because not many people are going to be around me. And so I like that. So I'm sitting there minding my own business. I think I was listening to another podcast. And I look up and this TSA agent is standing right next to me. And he's leaned over and he says, my name is whatever his name is. I don't even remember because I was so caught off guard. And I need you to come with me. We should have screened your bag. We should have pulled it when you went through screening. And I was like, what? And he said, we, there was something in your bag that set off the screener that we, and we should have pulled it. And I said, well, look at it. And he was like, no, I need you to come downstairs back to the screening area. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, is this a joke? Like I asked him that. I said, is this a joke? And he was like, no, ma'am. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, I fly all the time. I've never had this happen. This is highly suspicious and something doesn't feel right. So I look at him and I, I was like, how did you find me? And he's like, we tracked you on the cameras. Oh my God, right there. Ugh. Like I had this feeling of like, ugh, like, like I know 
cameras are present, right, everywhere we are pretty much. I know cameras are present, but I have not had a situation where it has been on me, right? Like somebody's tracking me as if I'm a criminal. And I was so uncomfortable with that. I was so pissed too. It pissed me off actually. And so I didn't say anything. I stood up and we walked back. So I'm exiting, right? looks like I'm exiting. And I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm not carrying these bags down the stairs. And he's like, well, I can carry them for you. And I said, no, he said, we can take the elevator. So that's fine. Let's take the elevator. So, and I had just got a water and I'm like, I'm not throwing this water out that I just bought, right? Like the biggest joke in the history is the fact that we have to buy water. We can't take water through. I mean, I, I absolutely I cannot stand that. It's like such a racket. But, okay, all right, sorry. I mean, as you can tell, I'm getting really fired up about this because it really pissed me off. So go down to the security area again. And this is in the main area, right? It's not like some secret room or something. And the agent who did the initial screening, she's standing there. And she keeps saying, it's all my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I don't even know what's going on. And as I'm, again, as I was walking with the agent, he kept telling me, you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, I know, and I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, nobody would tell me why, other than we should have pulled your bag. Well, why didn't you pull the bags in? Like, I, I didn't understand that. So the agent, the original agent who was supposed to do the screening was standing there, and she kept saying she was sorry. And, and I was so pissed at this point. And I, I was also scared and I was nervous because I didn't know what was going on and nobody would tell me. And I wanted to go home, right? So I can't make, like, you know, you got to be within some reason, right? They could just be like, you're out. You're not, you know, you're not flying. So I just put my hand up and I'm like, no, I can't with you right now. Like, I don't even know what's going on here. So this agent takes my bag through and surprise, it needs to be scanned, right? So they take it over to the area. And then there's another man standing there in like a sweater and he's got the tags around his neck you know the id and they start looking he opens my bag and he starts feeling through the m&ms that i just bought and i'm like why are you searching those you if you tracked me you saw that i just bought these right so then he takes my leftovers out that i had brought from lunch because i was i didn't want to eat them all even it doesn't matter why i took them i just did and he starts feeling at the box of that and i'm like what the hell is going on here so he takes my wallet out of my purse and he's like it looked like there was something behind your change I'm like, well, look, there clearly isn't. And he's like, okay. And so then the other man in the sweater, because I asked for a supervisor. I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Nobody is telling me. And so the guy in the sweater says that he's the supervisor. And he asked for my boarding pass and my passport. And so I show it to him. And then he's taking pictures of that with a digital camera, like some ancient digital camera. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What is, why are you doing this? No. Where is this going? Who's Right. And so I'm so pissed at this point, and I'm so I'm still not understanding why. And he keeps telling me, "Oh, it's part of our process. It's part of our process." I'm like, "What is the process for?" Like, I don't even understand what this process is that we're doing. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, if anybody understands process, it's me because this is what I do in my day job, right? And so he's taking the picture, and I'm pissed. And I look at the guy, I'm like, "Are we done here?" And he's like, "Yes." And so I take my bag and I just walk off. And I and I'm so rattled at this point because I don't understand what's going on. I don't know where those the pictures are going, what list am I going on, right? Like what, like what, I don't even know what this means. I don't understand why this happened. Like was the agent new and she just didn't understand? If that was the case, then fine, just say that and I'm not going to be as bitchy as I was, right? I'm, I can understand that. But when you just pull me aside after I've went through screening and you're telling me I have to go back down there, it, it, something just didn't add up to me. So I still don't have a resolution to this. I still don't know why. I did file a complaint with TSA because I wanted to know why. I wanted to know why this happened and where did those pictures go? Like, what, what are you going to do with that? I mean, that's my passport, right? I'm, like, super uncomfortable with that. So I haven't got a response yet. Uh, that was just not that long ago. So I will definitely update you with that. But that – so 
after this experience, I'm looking back at like, why did this happen, right? Obviously, if I believe in the laws of the universe, and I do, I've created this scenario. And so why? Why did this happen? And so, as I said at the beginning, that I mean, manifestations work both ways, right? We create the good when we feel good, and we create the bad when we feel bad. And I, that's actually why I started the show, was to talk about that, was to talk about that kind of stuff in our lives. And so, you know, I know for several months I've had this belief that any encounter I have at the airport is going to be frustrating and it's going to piss me off. And I even it's like as soon as I enter the airport, I noticed one day I was in there and I couldn't get my boarding pass to load on my phone. I had so plenty of time. There was nobody in line. Yet that made me so irritated that I was like, like I went into this tailspin about it, right? So I've been just as much as I fly and as much as I go, I've been creating, recreating this scenario over and over in my head, right? That it's going to be frustrating. It's going to be annoying. Someone's going to piss me off, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, in the end, it's really no surprise to me that I manifested such a scenario. So as I'm thinking about that next, I'm thinking, okay, so I don't want this to happen, right? So how do I change this? How do I stop something like this from happening again that I don't want. And so as I talked about at the beginning, it's, it's really, you know, we're recreating these scenarios in our mind based on past beliefs. So the way that we stop this kind of stuff is first bringing our awareness to it. But it's second, it's, we've got to start changing those stories. We've got to start breaking those thought patterns that just keep that are running a groove that we're taking as truth over and over and over again. And as I said, the book, the other book I told you about, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, that talks a lot about that. It goes into great detail. But I wanted to give you another book that, that's helped me through this, and it's, it's the book called The Astonishing Power of Emotions by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And this book has, it's got like 25 or so common scenarios, and they walk you through examples to how to start to change your thought patterns on various subjects. And, but I really, I think the most important part of this to break these negative thought patterns so we, we stop recreating these scenarios is we have to stop entertaining the thoughts that make us feel like shit, right? Like I've talked about this before. Like we can't, like once we have this happen, like once these thoughts start, it's taking the awareness and being like, no, wait a minute, no. You know what? That may have been how it used to be, but now this is how it's going to go now. Like for me, yeah, the TSA annoys me, but you know what? There's nothing I can do about that to change that. If I want to fly, this is what I'm going to have to deal with. Not every TSA agent is an asshole because I've encountered some that are not, right? And it's starting to to soften and um, tell new stories, really. Get the, get the momentum going in the other way, in the positive way, to make ourselves feel better and understand that, again, we have a choice in that. We have a choice to create the reality that we want based on how we feel. So I think that book, both of the books I've mentioned today really go into this in, in a lot of detail that if you're interested, I, I highly recommend going through that. But the other reason I brought this up today, this topic of what happened to me at the airport, it, it's a, I, I feel like it's a good reminder of privacy, right, to pay attention to privacy in our lives. I mean, there are some aspects, right, I can't avoid being on camera at the airport. As unnerving as it is and unsettling as it is, if I choose to fly, that's part of what's going to happen. But there are times where we don't have to put everything out there into the world, right? And this situation to me was a good reminder to look at those times in our life. Like, what are we posting? What are we, what are we making it easy for people to find out about us? And 
is that what we want them to know? I mean, maybe it is, right? Maybe it is. But I, I've talked about this before also that I, I don't feel as compelled to share my life with the world. It just doesn't interest me anymore <laughs> as much as it used to. So I, I bring this story up today to you also just to pose the question of privacy in your own life and what that means to you and is there anything in your life that maybe you want to change? And maybe there isn't, and that's perfectly fine too. All right, so to recap today's show, so, so we talked a lot about how our thoughts and feelings hidden out signals to the universe. And based on those signals, the universe is going to bring us situations based on that, right? So it, it just really can't be any other way. It's, it's the law. And it's, you've heard it a million times, the law of attraction. Um, so when you feel good, you bring good situations. And when you feel bad, you bring unwanted or you know, in perceived bad situations. And neither of those are, are good or bad, right? They just, they just are. It's just what they are based on the thoughts that you're feeling and emitting. And so I told you about my unwanted man manifestation at the airport to show you the other side of manifestations when you are not thinking um, very good and you feel very poorly because it did. It made me feel like shit to think about those thoughts of being annoyed and frustrated and, and all of that. And I gave you two resources to help you to start your change, to, to help you to, to start to change your thought patterns that may be keeping you in a rut today, right? They may be keeping you from getting what you want. And, and you may find yourself asking the question over and over, like, why does this keep happening? Or why is this happening to me? All that kind of stuff. So the books were Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza and The Astonishing Power of Emotions by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And I feel like both of these have been great resources for me to start to retrain my thoughts on what I want instead of what I don't want. So I'm, I share these with you because I hope they'll help you too. And I, but I really think for this, the bottom line is, you know, we have to care so much about how we feel that we just can't and we won't accept those shitty thoughts anymore. Like, it's just like we won't entertain those, those kinds of feelings. And the priority becomes feeling good above all else. It really does. And, and this is something, I don't know why this, like, I knew about this. And I, I, this clicked for me recently. And I've really been focusing on this. It's, it's really been something at the top of my list these days is focusing on feeling good. And if I'm feeling bad, changing my thoughts so that they go the other way. So I encourage you this week to try it. Try it for 30 days. Try to make your priority feeling good above all else and see what happens. See what happens for you. And so really quick, I want to share one other thing before I close out. And I was listening to a podcast just before this, and the person on there said something else that really caught my attention. And he, he was talking about various ways of thinking and, and kind of along the things that we talked about today. But at the end, he talked about it, being able to go like move in the world to be able to enable someone else to be creative and expand, like to be able to approach life and conversations and people in general as a way to offer um, someone else, like offer information and advice or thoughts or feelings or whatever it is that enables someone else to be creative and expand. And that has been my goal with this podcast. I don't know that I've ever uh, verbalized it that way, but I really liked that today, so I wanted to share that with you. I'll link to that podcast in the show notes as well, just so you can listen. It's kind of a long one, but it's, I found it really um, interesting, and it goes a lot with what we've talked about today. All right, so that's it for this week's show on privacy. Uh, I want to tell you about the songs that I chose. So the intro song is called Flower by Moby. I always forget the name of this song. Like, I don't, it's, 
because the words are basically bring Sally up, bring Sally down. And it does not seem like the title should be flower, but it is. And I remember back when I used to do CrossFit, we had this, one of our moves was, or I don't know, the exercise that I can't remember, the WAD, that they used to call it, workout of the day, was to this song, it was Sally up. And it was, they would play this song. And like every time they said, bring Sally up, you would have to do a deadlift. And then when bring Sally down, you would drop it. And this song always reminds me of that. And I remember that because I just, I, I liked the beat of the song and I liked um, doing that actually. It was actually, it took your mind off the exercise and gave you like something else to focus on. So that's the intro song, Flower by Moby. And the outro song is Crystals by Of Monsters and Men. I don't really know what the song is about, but I liked it. I liked the beat. I liked the words. I liked the vibe it made me feel. So I chose that for the outro song today. All right, so that's it for this week's topic on privacy. I would really love to know your thoughts and what, what, what you think about this, like how privacy impacts your life, what that feels like to you, and if you've had any experiences like I have. So if you would like to ask any questions or share your experiences, please email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. Visit my website, sloanfremont.com. You can also find me on Instagram at sloanfremont. And, oh, one other thing I wanted to tell you. I've also decided to add coaching back to my offerings. I did that for quite a while, and then I took a break, and now I've decided I want to add that back. I'm interested in hearing from you and and talking with you. So um, I'm going to be adding a coaching tab on my website, so check on that if you are interested. All right, so that's it for this week. Abracadabra, now go forth and create what you speak. I